Praise God. Hallelujah. One of the people that I mentor messaged me and she was complaining so much. Life is hard. She thinks she has made a mistake by moving to, to this country. You know, some my tuition fees. Actually, she tried to, to get a loan. But the loan, she is not able to have access to it. She said, I'm in a fix. She said all she would say. I was listening to her. I said, see, whatever I tell you now, you will not understand what I'm saying. But what I've heard, what I've handled, what I've tested, the goodness of the Lord, the faithfulness of the Lord, is what I will say, tell you what he can do. I have nothing to say to you aside what the Lord can do. You know, and one thing I'm sure is that the Lord will never abandon you. The Lord is always faithful. I have seen it. I have handled it. I have tested it. I'm still testing it. And I know the Lord is a faithful God. We finished. I ended the call. The next day she messaged me apologizing. Sorry, sir. I'm really sorry for yesterday. You know, it's because, you know, but now I will not follow my feelings again. Whether the Lord saves me or he does not save me. Da, 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 da. I told her, I say, you see, when you got to that country, you were happy that the Lord helped you. The visa came out. You were shouting. You know, the Christian life is not a life where it's a smooth ride always. Amen. There are days that you will be tested. And you are not tested because God has left you. You are tested because your convictions must show. If you truly believe in Jesus, then it must show. And pressure times are the times that will test your convictions in Jesus. I thought I said you want a Christianity that is a smooth ride. Small pain you don't want. Small lack you don't want. Mm -mm. That's not the kind of Christianity. You can never mature in the things. Christ suffered so much for you. And if truly, Pastor Fred just saying it, if truly you're identifying with Christ, you know what he said? You're going to get it in hundredfolds. You'll be persecuted in hundredfolds. It may not sit with the ideology of where you're coming from. You're receiving keys. You're receiving houses. You're receiving planes. I saw some weeks ago in Nigeria, new notes is hard to get. Somebody is speaking that next Friday, billionaires will come out of this place. Ask them to raise their phones. He was sending cash into their GT bank, into their access bank, into their Zenith bank. He was just sending it. <clears throat> Jesus never promised that you're going to get money. He never, never. Sorry, yo. But I have to be sincere with you. Amen. So what do you think now about the type of place? Where, where I came, before I came, they gave me anointing oil of preservation. 
that every morning I should rub on my head and rub on my legs. If things are wrong, I should pour small in my bathing water and bath with it. Bath with it too. But you see, in this church, we don't bottle the Holy Ghost. Amen. Yeah, he lives where? In the inside of us. I also bought oil before. <laughs> Amen. One year, a prophet came to our place. You know, he came and sold. You know, sir, what he said? That the ingredients were specifically selected from Israel. Can you imagine? You're going to say. He bought it as for two five, five hundred. You know, I think I, I bought the one for one five, or so. Yes, you know. It will take small. You know, if you are going out, you not carry small rope on the car. That is not what saves you. Amen. That's what we we'll teach you in this church. Hallelujah. Praise God. Our responsibility is here to declare the whole counsel of God to you. Nothing hidden, nothing missing. Amen. Hallelujah. Say life in the Holy Spirit. Life in the Holy Spirit. Yes, that's what we are discussing this morning. You know, life in the Holy Spirit. So you can see two boxes here from wherever you are. I don't know. So. so you can see two boxes here. Life in the what? Life in the Holy Spirit. The spirit of truth. And life in the flesh. Amen. So there was a time that this was our environment. This was the life we used to have. Some of us here seated, probably this is your current life. Amen? This is your current life. You see, in this life, you don't need to learn how to do it. It just flows naturally. Nobody needs to tell you how to lie. You just lie at default. Nobody needs to take you and then teach you to involve yourself in idolatry. It just what? It just flows how? Naturally. Because it's the fallen life. It's the life without God. The life without God, you don't need no mechanism to express that life. It just flows. And that could be the present state of some of us right now. You are hearing me. You have nothing to do with Jesus. Probably you followed someone here this morning. Maybe a girl that you are trying to chase, you know, says she is coming to church to show your love or whatever or lost. You say, because it's not love, eh? it's lost. You know, you say, okay, you know, you, you believe in this ideology that chase them until you get them. So part of the chasing is to follow her to church this morning and then yet you are seated. We are rejoicing and shouting. I'm like, what are these guys doing here? You see, once you are living in this life, every life that has to do with the life of God, we're going to read it, is foolishness to you. So for some of you, the things we are doing this morning, it does not make sense to you. Because it's not your life. And you can't understand the things of the Spirit. The Spirit. 
Because you don't have the Spirit of God. So this life has become your habitat. It's your environment. It's where you sleep. It's where you live. It's where you move. It's where you wake up. It's, it's all the, everything that has to do with your control system. Your life is regulated within this environment. Thank God they are recording. Most of the things I'm saying here now is now that they will be, they will be coming out. Pastor, Pastor, if I ask me, say, Bishop Alpha, how preparation now? I say, preparation, no. just the insight. Pastor Fred, say, don't, don't do me that in that. Uh, Pastor Chidi did me. Uh, I say, okay. So I kept going out throughout the day. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. We're getting to why I'm asking the Holy Spirit to what? To help me. You understand it. These guys don't know anything the Spirit of God. Right? And that is why when you meet them, one of the things you'll be seeing, you know, we're going to read it. Okay. So it's easier to see in these guys, envy comes out. So you're wondering, oh, why are you envious? That is their what? That is their life. That is what is inside their makeup. They cannot do good. They don't understand what good works is. Nothing like that comes to them. So don't expect righteous things from unbelievers. Don't expect good things from people that don't know Jesus. Because they don't have it in them to give you. Sir, don't you know that my boyfriend, his name is Audu. My boyfriend, sir, his name is Ibrahim. Sir, I can almost swear to you. He has good character. Just don't worry. He has good character, right? Okay. You see, very soon, because there's something wrong with your belief system, we are coming to those kind of people. Because there's something wrong. So, it's easy for you to see the good thing about Audu or Ibrahim or Mustafa and follow him. But time will tell soon. You have followed him. I asked, I asked, I, I think we we're talking with one of them, either Mdo or somebody. So have you ever seen, have you ever seen, probably it's rare, please help me. Have you ever seen anybody or maybe there could be cases, I don't know. But I've not seen, at least I'm from the north. Pastor Victor could confirm. I've not seen Christian brothers marrying Aisha Asmau. Amina. Or Mary that is not saved. Okay, there could be Mary that is not saved. And they are married to her. But you see, because those people have been trained so much that it will be very difficult for you, even you as a Christian brother, to convince them to follow them. Pastor Victor here is an eight-year-old housewife girl. If she opens her mouth here, he's here, he will tell you. There's one word in house, she will chachaka you. There is a doc indoctrination that has been imputed inside them. Chachaka means, you know, she will pieces you. With words. 
They have been informed so much about that which they believe in that it will be difficult for you. But it's easy to just see Mustafa just convinced. I've seen cases. I've dealt with cases. After some little time, they will change her name from Peace to Asmau. You know? Something like that. You see, from the beginning, there's something that has been wrong with that person. And you see, that is why you come to NECF that we're able to teach you the, the word. This life has no Jesus and you should not expect the life of Jesus to come out from this vicinity. It's a life where heresies are easy. It's a life where dissensions are easy. They don't need to practice it. They don't need to be taught how to live this life. No. They don't need to be taught how to have selfish ambitions. No. They don't need to be, to, 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 to be taught how to have outbursts of wrath. No. They don't need to be taught about jealousies. They don't need to be taught about contentions. They don't need to be taught about fornications. They don't need to be taught about adultery. They don't need to be taught about hatred. They don't need to be taught about sorcery. No. You don't need to teach them. It just flows naturally. You see, there was a time that is that is the you, right? And the man that is living in this life, what he what is controlling him is the law of what? And what? The end of this person, noun and letter, is dead. He is dead now. And he will die tomorrow. He will die a dead and eternally he's already what? He's already dead. If you are here and this is your present habitat, I bring good news to you this morning. The same that as Pastor Fred just said this morning, the same Pastor Emmanuel made emphasis on, the same I'm making that emphasis on. You see, the life in the Holy Spirit is not a life for the unbeliever. The life in the Holy Spirit is not a life of, uh, for people that don't want Jesus. So if you are here and you have great hatred for the things of God, your end is dead. But suddenly the person came to NECF or you are here this morning. And then the gospel is shared. How Christ died for you. How Christ paid the price for you. How Christ was buried. How he was raised from the dead. How he exchanged his life for your life. How he has brought eternal life for you that you don't experience this death. And as you are hearing me, and faith is stirred up in your heart. And you say, you know what? I don't want to die. I don't want, uh, for some of you, it's coming to my heart right now. In fact, you have hated yourself so much because you want to stop certain attitudes, addictions, habits, and yet it's not working. And you're wondering, so how can these things be? These things can be 
by the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of the Lord shall come upon you. And what will overshadow you? Huh? The what? How, how, how did he say it? Please help me. When Mary asked, how, how, how can these things be? The power of the Lord will overshadow you. Uh -huh. The Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and the power of the Lord will do what? Will overshadow. This is how these things can what? Can be, right? Suddenly, this guy came and met Jesus and he received the life of Jesus. So the law of sin and death is no longer at what? At work in his life or her life. One of the things Jesus will do to you is that Jesus, as Romans chapter 8 verse 1 will say, this law, can we read Romans chapter 8 verse 1? Verse 2 precisely. Somebody should echo it for us, read it for us from wherever you are. Verse 2. For the law of the spirit of what? Of life in Christ Jesus has done what? Has made me free from the law of sin and death. Second Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, For if any man be in Christ, he is what? He is a new creature. What Jesus will do to you, Jesus will tear this life. He will pieces this life and you will cease to exist. It's as it were you never existed. You see, I didn't return this guy to this box because this man is no more where. He's no more alive in this box. He's already dead to sin. So what Jesus will do to me, what Jesus is doing to you, is that what? He will bring us to a new law. That is the law of what? Of life in what? In Christ Jesus. So if you are writing right, that the life in the Holy Spirit is the life that is regulated by the law. Go to Romans chapter 8 verse 2. The life in the Holy Spirit is the life that is regulated by the law of the spirit of life in what? In Christ Jesus. Write it down. So write it down. My life is a life that will be daily regulated by the law of the what? Of the spirit of life. In who? In Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ has become my life. Jesus Christ has become my new environment. The Holy Ghost is now my new habitat. In him I live. In him I move. In him I do what? I have my being. He regulates my life. He regulates my actions. He regulates my thoughts. But you see, let me say something to you. But you see, once you come into this life, because it's a new life, you don't yet have the ability to just live it out. You now need to be taught the life. Amen? You now need to be what? But the day you got into Christ, you got into the whole of that is God. You, you got into wisdom. You got into righteousness. You got into power. You got into the prophetic. You got into the supernatural. You got into all that God is. 
So the next time you are praying, Lord, supernatural, supernatural, super power, power. God, what are you crying for? Power where? From where? Because the day you got into me, you got into what? Into all that I am. So your discovery of me daily makes these things be out of you. So every time you are taught God's words, every time you come to church, every time you attend Wednesday meetings, every time you attend, you see that is why you should not miss any service. Because it's a platform that teaches you how to live the God kind of life. That is the life in the Holy Spirit. Because God is bringing us or God has brought us now into his original plan for us. That we can partake, as the scripture says, in the divine nature of who? Of God. So suddenly now, this guy, you know, everything that is God is inside him. The character of God, righteousness is inside him. Truthful life is inside him. He, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. How many of us this week, the Holy Spirit prompted you to study God's word? You have not been studying God's word, but he prompted you. Don't worry. Live a truthful life this morning. Because that's the life we're discussing. Don't be ashamed. He prompted you this week. You see, I'm not lying because I know what I had. He prompted you to study God's word. Yeah, just raise your hand. Don't be ashamed. Good. He prompted you to pray this week because you have not been praying. He prompted you, okay, God bless you, brother. Good. You see, why the Holy Spirit will do that? Because now you are in him. You see, the guy here never gets a prompting about praying. He never gets pumped in a bad story. In fact, he will carry his Bible, that is if he has one. Right? It will just be a museum artifact in his room. Never gets nothing. You see, why your life that you are in Christ Jesus, from time to time the Holy Spirit puts you in check. He puts you in check. He puts you in check. Because every day, the Holy Spirit wants the God kind of life. This life that is in God. You also, let it, yes, you, you should partake. Let it flow. Life in the Holy Spirit is not a life that God has designed for us to live in ignorance. Write it down. It's not a life that God has designed for me to do what? To live it in what? In ignorance. There is no ignorance in Jesus. All the resources you need to live a Christian life has been supplied by the Holy Spirit. He prompts me to study the word. He prompts me to pray. He prompts me to stay faithful. He prompts me to love. Pastor Victor preached a message here some few weeks ago about joy, right? The day we receive the Holy Ghost, we also receive what? We receive joy. The day you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive love. The day you receive the Holy Ghost, the varied expression of love came to you. Joy came to you. 
Long suffering did what? Came to you. Peace did what? Came to you. Kindness did what? Came to you. Goodness did what? Came to you. Faithfulness did what? Came to you. One of the words that came to my heart, I said, if people can still identify you with the traits of your culture and village, it's because you have not yet been swallowed up by the life of God. If the life of God swallows you up, they can never trace a human culture to you. They can only trace the kingdom culture to you. Let me use the words that one of our pastors always use. You will be too good to be true. Amen. Pastor Victor, we don't understand you. We push you, push you, push you. Push. Is it that you don't get angry? You, what kind of a being are you? I'm a Holy Spirit being. Suddenly, you know, the desires to preach the gospel comes to you because it's alive in the what? In the Holy Spirit. Suddenly, power. When you got into God, when you got, you see, don't be praying for power here. Power, 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 hey, power. What power? From where? Which supermarket? It's already in you. It's in the inside. Say the power of God is in the inside of me. The supernatural is in the inside of me. Forgiveness is in the inside of me. Compassion. Is in the inside of me. Integrity is in the inside of me. Honesty is in the inside of me. Purity is in the inside of me. Praying in tongues is in the inside of me. Singing hymns and psalms is in the inside of me. Strength is in the inside of me. Direction is in the inside of me. Comfort is in the inside of me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The working of miracles is in the inside of me. Can you say interpretation of tongues is in the inside of me? Can you say discerning of spirits is in the inside of me? Prophecy is in the inside of me. Gifts of healing is in the inside of me. Gifts of faith is in the inside of me. Words of knowledge is in the inside of me. Words of wisdom is in the inside of me. Studying God's word. The appetite is in the inside of me. Can you say prayers? The desire to pray is in the inside of me. Holy Spirit. Truthful life is in the inside of me. Righteousness. All that God is, is in the inside of me. You see, if I close my Bible here, I think we have gotten what the Holy Spirit wants us to get. This will change your prayer life. God is not bringing something from outside inside you. God is, God is eagerly through his spirit. He wants that thing to come from your inside, outside. All that God is, is trapped inside you. You are struggling to live a love life because what? You are not yet conscious that the love of God has been shed abroad where? In our heart, in your heart. By the Holy Ghost that has been given to you. 
It's in the inside of you. It's not coming from outside. So this man or you, you are now regulated by the law of the spirit of life in who? In Christ Jesus. Amen. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. Everybody. Life in the Holy Spirit is a life that we are called to be ambassadors of Jesus. It's a life that we are called to be witnesses of Jesus. It's a life that we are called to represent Christ everywhere we go. But this cannot happen until the Holy Spirit comes into us. And the Holy Spirit comes to us, you know, via salvation. Amen? Are we all in Galatians, everybody? Galatians chapter 5. Please open to NKJV for us. New King James Version. I said then, walk in the spirit and you shall know what? Fulfill the lust of the flesh. Let's keep reading till 25, sir. Let's be fast. For the flesh does what? For the flesh does what? Lost against what? The spirit. And the spirit against what? Against the flesh. And these are what? contrary them will always be contrary because these are two different kinds of life you cannot be in jesus and still be in the world there has to be a clear demarcation oh i announced you if you are here you have to make up your mind this morning you have to choose the kind of life that you have to live you cannot be in jesus and also what and be in the world it's not possible So that you do not do the things that you what? That you wish. But if you are led by the spirit of the Lord, then you are not under the law. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Which are what? Adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred. Please can somebody open TPT version for us. You're going to read it for us. And somebody open message translation. You're going to read it for us. Hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, reveries, and the likes, which means there are more. Amen? Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in the time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit what? The kingdom of God, because they are dead, dead. In their sins. But the fruit of their life in their sins. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, yes, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is what? There is no law. And those who are Christ have what? Crucified the flesh, which is what? Underline the word passions and desires. Yes. If we live in the spirit, let us also what? Walk in the spirit. TPT. Somebody should help us. Yes. Can you rise to your feet so that we can hear you loudly? As you yield to the dynamic, yes? Help us switch to
Keep reading, keep reading. Yes, continue reading. what connected with our self life has been what has been put to death yes continue yes last verse stop there we must also what allow the spirit of god to do what somebody should help us with message yes Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Can you see? So that you cannot live at times one way and another. Wait, they call it what? No, they call it mood swings. <laughs> or this is or being bipolar or life swings. Amen. He say, he say, ah, sir, you know, he, suddenly we just, you know, you see Pastor Fred coming at the bus stop. You are still holding that cigar, and then he say, guy, no be your pastor, be that they come, just try. You know. Just crush it beside. And then when you come, you know that righteous this thing. Yeah. Pastor, sir. You, you know? And God save you, Pastor. Pastor Fred has already used an eagle eye and sighted you from afar. You know, if, if he's somebody like me, when I come, I'll just look you in the eye. How are you? You know, I'll just give you a sign that that thing that you are matching, just raise your leg. I, I have seen it. Bipolar life. Oh, there's no bipolar in the things of the spirit. With Jesus, there is no a bipolar life. 
you live another kind of life now and tomorrow you do what? You live another. Amen? We are coming to it. Yes? Continue, ma. Why don't you choose? Continue. Yes? We are catching crews. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yes. But what happens when we leave what? God's way. See the things that will begin to happen. Hallelujah. Continue. Yes. Crucified. Hallelujah. Yes. The life of the Spirit. Yes. We should not hold it as an idea in our heads. Yes. Every Work out is what? In its implication in every what? Details of our lives. So one of the ways that we can allow this to work out is number one, by yielding to the Holy Spirit. Please write this thing down. Life in the Holy Spirit. The only way God can find his life expressed through us is that he wants us to do what? To yield our lives. So what is yielding? We are allowing the Holy Spirit to direct our lives. 
We're allowing the Holy Spirit to motivate our lives. We're allowing the Holy Spirit to guide our lives. That is yielding. You see, one of the things that will make you, you live another life today, you live another life tomorrow, is that you are yet to totally do what? Yield to the Holy Spirit. Because what the Holy Spirit is desirous every day is that he brings out that which is God through you. Second thing that the Holy Spirit, you know, life in the Holy Spirit will we'll, we'll find, will we'll work out as we are working out this implication in every detail of our lives is that let us become conscious of the Holy Spirit. Let it not be an idea. Let it not just be, you know, that thoughts that we are carrying in our heads. Let it be a mindset. Let it be a consciousness. In him we live. In him we move. In him we do what? We have our being. So the Christian life is not an idea. The Christian life is not sentiment in our hearts. The Christian life is a life that we work out its implications. So what God will do is that you are not the one doing the work. He is the one doing what? Do you see? One thing amazing about God is that he has given his life to us, yet he is sustaining the life. He is regulating the life. All he needs from us is our participation. That will make the choice. Because he is the one that works in us. Both to will and to do what? And to do of his good pleasure. So I am conscious that I have the Holy Spirit. Can you say I am conscious every day. That I have the Holy Spirit. I am conscious every day. That the Spirit of God. Produces the life of God. Through me. The third thing is that. For you to live a life in the Holy Spirit, you have to daily make a choice to be led by the Spirit of God. So how can I be led by the Spirit of God? Number one, the Holy Spirit will always lead you first through God's word. So the more you close God's words, the more you can never be led by the Spirit of God. I'm telling you, this is the dominant way the Holy Spirit leads us as believers. You can never, never see God's life finding expression through you. All the time you close the word. Simple. Why you are still holding to ideologies from Liberia is because you have refused to get the ideology of God. While you are still holding the ideology from Calabar, is because what? You have refused. You are shouting, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. It's just an idea in your head. Until that idea saturates your mind. You see, what the Holy Spirit is doing in the, in the life of the believer is that every day he's transforming us by ensuring that our mind is renewed. How? By understanding God's word. Because as the Holy Ghost transmits the life of God through our spirits, one of the things that will make us to live that life in the physical is that our mind has the content of God. So you can be saved. Your spirit is saved. If your mind is not renewed by the knowledge of God, your life cannot live 
the God kind of life. So an unrenewed mind is a mind that will restrict the life of God. You do hear what I said? An unrenewed mind is a mind that will do what? That will restrict the life of God. You see, there are certain philosophies and ideologies you have been carrying. Now we are seeing AI is increasing. AI, let me tell you, AI will keep increasing and it will AI your mind if you don't allow the Holy Ghost to renew your mind on his word. There is a war for who wins the battle over your mind in case you don't know. And you see, that is why this guy is already saved by Jesus. Right? He's saved by Jesus. But every time he leaves this environment, he will always be tempted by this life. Every time he's not yielding to the Holy Ghost, to this life, he will always be tempted. He will tell some small lies and say, he will do some small adultery. He say, you know, it's the work of the devil. You go and do small idols. I say, ah, it's, it's the work of the devil. If you're here, listen, let me make it practical. You see, every time you sin and then the Holy Spirit convicts your heart, it's because what? You are here. This is your habitat. You have left this habitat. But every time you are not led by the Spirit of God, what happens is that you will small leadings will begin to come from this life. Small time. Just small. You know, these and the likes. So you may, you may not reach and the likes. You know, you touch small sorcery. You say, you know, this future, eh? There's one woman around Girne. She reads the future. May she check whether that girl now your own no. Make you not just waste resources just like that. And you could just say, ah, Baba, you know, say, I get the Holy Ghost. So, but you see, you're a forensic check, right? Because you're not within this environment. Oh, please write this thing down. Every time you leave the vicinity of the Holy Ghost, the devil will look out to kill you. Every time you leave the vicinity of Jesus, sin will be locking or it will be knocking at your door and it will be knocking to swallow you up again. Led by the Spirit of God. So I said, how can I be led? First, by what? By the Word of God. Secondly, by the impressions of the Holy Ghost in my inside. By the nudgings by the, of the Holy Ghost in my inside. Maybe as we continue, somebody might teach on hearing God's voice. And we'll learn more on that. The fourth thing I will say and then we'll close. Life in the Holy Spirit can only be lived by knowledge and wisdom of the things that are in the Spirit. Whatever you don't know. In the spirit, you can never leave it. Whatever you don't know about the things that are freely given to you, you can never what? You can never leave it. In cell meeting, I always give example. Imagine. It's just an imagination. 
Amen. Imagine. This morning you just got up to the first text message that your father in Anambra has been announced that he is now the, the wealthiest man on earth. His net worth is running to $600 billion. Nobody has reached 600 yet. Right? To $600 billion. You just got to know this morning. <laughs> and then part of the text message, he reminded you that he has bought Near East. You know, he bought EMU, he has bought CIU, he bought a couple of universities in, on the island. You just got to know this morning. Last night, you never knew. In fact, your landlords wanted to come last night and you ran away. You know, but this morning you got up to this text message just knowing that ah, your father, and then you see why you got to the message because they tried getting to you on internet. They could not because no money to buy data. Your house, internet has not been there. You know, and things like that. And your friends also are like you. You know? So, both of you, no internet, no access to yeah, no access technology. They decided to send you a text message. <laughs> Getting to read this message, what will be your first reaction this morning? Eh? No, no, no. You know me, what I always tell them is tell me, thing. I'll just walk into near his first international office. I'll just go there. There's one guy there, I know him, I'll just, with a tall hair, you know. I'll just get to there. I'll tell him, you're fired. <laughs> you know? Do you see what knowledge can do? Can you see what knowledge can do? I don't even know whether the text message was read, but actually it was confirmed that my father is the wealthiest. I'll just get one of my friends. Right? But see, see something, I'm getting somewhere. You know, because I've not been taught now how to manage wealth, I'll get one of my foolish friends and tell him you are the manager of international office now. Automatic, and it gets accepted. No interview, no application, no, no CV, no reference, nothing. I'm the referee, I'm the employer, I'm the everything. What happened to me? Knowledge just happened to me. Knowledge in less than 24 hours, I have been transformed into another thing. The only life you can maximize, the only way you can maximize life in the Holy Spirit is by having the knowledge and wisdom of the things that are yours in Christ Jesus. All that is God's is yours. But you can only live those things if you have what? If you have knowledge. Come on, turn this stone into bread. If truly you are what? You are the son of God. Romans chapter 8 verse 40 says, For those who are led by the spirit of God, they are what? They are the sons of God. See, for it is written that man shall knowledge. Go into this week seeking to know the things that are freely given to you that are in Christ Jesus. Last chapter that we're going to read, Corinthians, everybody. 
And we are done. There is so much I have to say, but we are stopping here. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Is that it? Next verse, let me see. No, go to go to First Corinthians. First Corinthians two verse twelve, not second. Please, very fast. First Corinthians. Good. Now we have received not the what? Please, previous verse, verse eleven, so that they will see something. Again, verse ten. Verse nine. But as it is written, I has not what. Seen no ear, had no half what entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who do what who love him. Next verse. But God has what? How has God revealed it to us? He has revealed it to us how by his spirit. So the man that is in the Holy Ghost daily, the quest that the Holy Spirit desires to do always is to do what to reveal. Every day is a day of revealing. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the what? The deep things of God. Next verse. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except what? The Spirit of God. Yes, now we have received. Not the Spirit of... But what Spirit? But the Spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have what? Been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit what? How does the Holy Spirit bring us into knowledge? He does what? He teaches. He teaches us. Comparing spiritual things with what? With spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. For they are what? foolishness to him no can he what know them because they are spiritually discerned the life of the spirit or life in the holy spirit is a life that can only be maximized when we learn daily to yield to the holy ghost when we are conscious of the holy spirit when daily we allow ourselves to be led by the holy spirit when daily we always hunger and thirst after the things of God. That is the only way the Holy Spirit can find expression through us. You don't have any address here again. Your life here has been crushed. Can't you see that the quest every day is that your soul be damned? Your life has been crushed by Christ. Here, you don't have any life here. This is the life you have in Christ Jesus. This is the only life you have. This is the only life you have. This is the eternal. When you hear we talk about that you are saved eternally. This is what we mean. He's alive in the Holy Spirit. Can we rise to our feet? You exist in the Holy Spirit. Your address is in the Holy Spirit. 
All that you desire is in the Holy Spirit. Everything that you are craving for, your desires, the Holy Spirit, every day is changing your desires to that of Christ. Can you just open up your mouth and say, Jesus, just open up your mouth to Jesus. Just open up your mouth to Jesus. Can you say, Holy Spirit, that I may know you daily to walk, to live, to move, and to have my being in you. This life that I have is the life of Christ in me. This life that I have is the life of God. This life, this life that I have is a lie. This life.